get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A one, two, three, four. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Chris Wallman, Danny Mac on 101 ESPN. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, shall we? And our friend, Jay Delsing, who is going to be participating in the Ascension Charity Classic, joins us as he does every Friday here on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Doing great, guys. How about you? Everything's good. I want to know, and now here we are just several weeks away from the Ascension Charity Classic, and you haven't played a lot of tournament-type golf over the last several years. So how do you prepare? How do you get ready for the the Ascension? Yeah, great question. So I got to play in Calgary, uh, what, two weeks ago now, and it was an adventure. Um uh, we talked. We did an entire show on it, um, but you know, Randy, what I'm what I'm trying to do is make my practice more meaningful, and 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 some of the drills that I'm doing, for example, like on the on the the pine green, there's a, a thing we call a clock drill. So you put four balls around the hole uh, at three feet away, um, and then you you knock those four in. Then you put them at four feet away and you knock those four in. And then you put them at five feet away and you knock those four in. And they have to all be made for you to move on and get out of that drill. And if you miss one, you need to go back Mm -hmm. and start all the way over. And so what happens is you start putting pressure on yourself because as soon as you miss one, you're like, oh, well, it's not that big a deal. But then as soon as you miss two or three, you're like, oh, this could suck and this could take all day. You know, so it really takes some focus and those sort of things kind of help help me quite a bit. And then when I get out on the course, instead of doing a lot of practicing on the course, which I like to do is I'll, I'll, you know, just have to play one ball and go find it and go, you know, try to figure it out. And, and, and that's that's helpful, too. Jay, I was reading about the Ryder Cup this morning and about how Phil Mickelson is still pushing to potentially get on the Ryder Cup team. It seems like a long shot at this point, but his streak of being a player on every Ryder Cup team since 95 likely coming to an end this year. But what do you think? Do you think there's still a chance that he can make it? Oh, man, Michelle, I you know, there's a lot that goes into that question because we really want to try to get Phil here in St. Louis for the ACC. And I have a feeling you just never know anything with Phil, honestly. So what I, we, my, what I was initially thinking is if he doesn't make the team, he's, excuse me, he's more likely to play here because there's no other tournament opposite. But when it comes to the Ryder Cup team, me personally, I think it's time for some new blood. I'm so excited to have Morikawa on the team and, and, and DeChambeau and some of these guys that haven't played a lot on that team. And, and Phil's record's good, but it's not great. And, um, you know, he's going to get a chance to be a captain himself. So I kind of am thinking, let's get some new guys in there, like Shoffley on there. I like these, these younger guys. 
I saw that uh, with the Ascension going back to that for just a moment, but they're already putting up the tents out at Norwood. Norwood West is such a great track. Uh, I heard it's in great shape. What will the numbers be, Jay, for the guys that uh, that come play? I mean, we have a lot of people here in uh, in St. Louis that uh, have played that course, and, and, you know, they put up whatever they're going to put up. But I am curious when you're playing from the tips and they make it as difficult maybe as they can or difficult as it should be for that tournament um what are guys going to put up what kind of numbers great question danny that's what i've been thinking plus this transformation i mean i know you saw it at bell reeve we all saw it in 2018 but watching these skyboxes and cabanas be built all over the course man all i could think of was bell reeve you know in 2018 in the pga championship it, it won't quite be to that scale but it is really spectacular Plus, you can stand out in the fairway and, you know, miss hit one and hit it right into the crowd. So it's um, a little unnerving. I am thinking, depending on how fast the greens get, if we get any rain that week, um, I am thinking somewhere around that 12 to 15 under. I I would have said they're not going to be quite as low, but after going to Calgary, gosh, there's so many damn good players out there that – the, the scores are just going to be low, and um, um, I can't. I just can't wait. I can't wait to do it. So, Denny, I got a question for you, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. What I'm do you watching, got? I'm I don't, don't want to talk about night. the game last night. <laughs> oh, that game's awful. All Gosh, right. So what else you got? What, how in the hell are you calling a game when your partner is in a different room? Well, we make what? it work. We make it work. It's yeah, all good. You do. you do a great job. It's crazy. It's not easy to do. I try to call golf in a, in a room. In Jacksonville, and the tournament's in Iowa somewhere, and I'm like, okay, let's do this, and it is not easy to do. Well, we've been doing the games off a monitor, so, uh, you know, you just adapt. I I always say, uh, you know what, uh, last year we had a couple COVID shutdowns, we had 60 games, so, uh, you know what, I'll take it any way we get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you do a great job. I don't well, know how you do it. That. that sucks. You're sitting in a room at you know two thousand miles away, and you can't even look at your partner to get his facial expressions or get his chemistry. It's weird. Anyway, I know. Sorry to jump off. No, that's all good. That's a good question. Uh, Jay Delsing with us on 101 ESPN. Jay, as you know, somebody was driving down the Jersey Turnpike the other day and probably looked off to the side and said, "Hey, that's that looks like a nice golf club. I'm going to pull over and pick that thing up." And they got Rory McIlroy's three wood that he threw over the fence at Liberty National last week and landed on the Jersey Turnpike. And lo and behold, Rory said, "Rory says he's tired." Comes back yesterday and shoots an eight under at uh, Caves Valley in Baltimore in the first round of the BMW. Have you ever done that? Have you ever had a a decompression moment where you just had to let it out and you did and it made you better? Oh, yeah. Randy, what Rory said, which I just loved, he said, every once in a while, a club has to die. (laughs) And and it's so true. It's so true. And then what I would do, and I probably shouldn't tell you, but I would go down in my basement where I used to have thousands of clubs i got rid of them all i used to just talk to them and like all right which one of you guys feels like making some money now let's go read this there's a there's an availability here my my girls would be like dad i'm like leave me alone i'm talking to my clubs down here um but sometimes uh, so i'll tell you a story that this is not one of my shinier moments but i'm alone practicing uh, back in the middle 90s, and I am putting so horribly. I couldn't put a ball into the ocean. I mean, nothing is going in. And I hit a, a shot into 
um, the 12th hole at um, St. Albans, and it's about a three-footer straight uphill, the easiest putt ever. And I miss it. I'm all alone now. So I take my putter, and if you know the 12th hole at uh, Lewis and Clark at all, there's a huge rock wall. I take it and just heave it as hard as I can into the rock wall. Now the face is completely caved in, and it kind of looks more like a hockey stick than a putter. This is my favorite ping answer putter. Then I take it, and I break it into probably four pieces, and I throw it up into over the rock wall. I walk down to my cart, and I'm feeling so much better and a little embarrassed because I'm such an idiot, you know, doing those stuff. And I realize if I don't destroy that head completely, I will go find it up in the woods to try to <laughs> resurface it. So I get out of my cart, walk back up the hill, find it, and there's a well out there somewhere. And I took this head, stuck it in the well, and put about a 25-pound rock over the over the, <laughs> over the hole so I couldn't get it. <laughs> Jay, psycho, guys. It's just crazy. It's not crazy unless it unless it doesn't work, right? Okay, well, I wonder, Jay, if Tony Finau did something like that. So he won his his first victory in a long time. He won the Northern Trust on Monday. He had a run of 143 consecutive tournaments since his last victory. And for a guy that's in the mix a lot who's a really good golfer in Tony Finau, does that not just illustrate how difficult it is to win? Oh my gosh, Michelle, that is a great point. And the other thing that that, can, that that I'm hoping happens for this young guy, because he's such a cool dude, is that I hope he can get to that next level of confidence because he has been knocking on the door to your point. I didn't realize it was 140 events between wins for him. But if he can take his game to the next level, he's got the ability to dominate. He is super, super long, and he, he puts well. He's got everything he needs. It, it would be really fun to see, and a great guy, by the way. Jay Delsing, always great to hear your voice. Have a great weekend. Thanks for your time, and we will talk to you next week as you continue preparations and uh, hit those putts quickly, okay? Don't hit those uh, four in a row and then miss the fourth one. Hit them quickly. Oh, my gosh. I, I know. Sometimes you think, let's just get this over with and hope it goes in. <laughs> All right. Take care. See you later. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks. Jay Delsing, you will hear him Sunday morning, 9 o'clock, here on 101 ESPN. He always does a great job with golf with Jay Delsing. We're looking forward to hearing that. As we do every Sunday here on 101 ESPN.